The Heat are out. The Knicks are out. The Celtics are out. The Clippers are about to be out. And I can't wait for the rest of the NBA playoffs. Coquel on a Friday, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. One of the single wildest NBA playoffs that we've ever had. The household teams, no more. The household names, gone. And I say bring it on. I am intrigued. I am fascinated by this. Let's go. And it is a Friday. We made it, kiddos. Ken Levick alive. I'm that guy. It's featuring Coquel. He's that guy. Coquel. Hi. Hannah John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off the Intracoastal. Uh, because we are givers, we are very, very generous later on in the show. We're going to have a little Stormhouse Brewing trivia. 55050 $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. We're giving it to you as a Friday gift. Because we're givers or we just want to bribe people to listen to us and be our friends? It's a little bit of both. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not past that. Uh, so, LeBron last night gets eliminated. And I said yesterday, Coquel, when we did uh, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, red light, green light, I was convinced that LeBron would be able to drag his injured team and that squad of carcasses into a Game 7 against Phoenix. But that was... Not the case. I mean, that was a dominant performance from Phoenix last night. Uh, And LeBron leaves the floor early, doesn't do the handshake thing. That has sent a segment of America into a tizzy, but that's not the main idea. That's not the story. LeBron, for the first time in his career, is done in the first round. Far and away, the shortest playoff appearance in LeBron James' career. Six singular games, and the Lakers are finito they are done he is getting ready for <laughs> step and repeats and red carpets for his new space jam movie that's what the preparation is for now but think about this this is not just lebron the heat are out both your conference champions from the bubble the celtics are out Maybe the most famous team in basketball history. The Clippers are one Luka away from having their season come to an end. Kawhi, Paul George, Balmer screaming and yelling and hollering excited. They're about to be done. The Knicks, the NBA's just better when the Knicks are good. They're done after five games. And this is what we're left with now. You have... A playoffs unlike any other where the Hawks are going to be prominent, where the Denver Nuggets 
are going to be prominent. We're the Phoenix Suns for the first time since KJ and Charles. Well, I, I take that back, Steve Nash uh, that and Amari Stoudemire. Uh, but they obviously didn't reach the KJ level, the Charles Barkley level. But yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Nash and, Egan, uh, and uh, Stoudemire. But still, that's a long time since we've seen the Suns relevant. And then there is the big three that for some reason doesn't get nearly as much attention as any big three that we've ever seen in the NBA, the one that's going on in Brooklyn right now with Harden and Kyrie and Kevin Durant. The playoffs have been completely turned and completely changed because the household names, the guy who always leads his team to the finals, LeBron James, a team that has the standard in the heat, the team that got all the national attention for finally having a good season, the Knicks, the Celtics, who so many hold near and dear, they're all gone. They're all gone. After one round, it's not like they even got into the conference semifinals. It's not like this is, oh, they didn't make the finals. They're done after the first round. And I am fascinated by this to the point, Coquel, where I'm actually more excited about what's coming in the NBA playoffs that I've been in quite some time because it is more than we've ever seen before, or at least in the last 15 years, a complete crapshoot. This is an absolute toss-up. Is it, though? Do we still know what the Nets are going to do? They've played 12 games together, Coquel. Those three have played 12 games together, and I think it's easy to say, well, that is going to be who everyone is chasing, but we don't yet know that. We don't quite know that yet. And that's the one team, that's the only team that I would think that you can make that argument for. Other than that, I mean, name me a team, Coquel, East or West, where you say, oh yeah, it's a definite that they're going to make a deep run. Do you trust with an injured Joel Embiid? Now, even if Embiid was healthy, how much do you trust the 76ers, the one seed? Well, they, I think the Hawks are better than people think, and I think they can, they may have trouble they could. in the round too. They could. I I would not put that past them, especially if Embiid has problems. Because you saw what a struggling big man uh, Julius Randle with the Knicks. What happened when the Hawks just attacked him over and over and over and over and over again? The Bucks, based on track record, and yes, they throttled the Heat. But don't you need to see a little bit more from the Bucks before you just say, yeah, like they're going to be able to to coast in and can the Hawks maintain what they did against the Knicks into a second round? Trey Young, he was driven by becoming the enemy, but what's he going to do against the 76ers? What's funny about all this is you you say all this without mentioning the team with the best record in the NBA. That would be the, the Utah, Utah Jazz. Jazz. No, I they know. They've been quietly the best and when Donovan Mitchell's playing they, everyone's calling him Wade 2.0, and I part of that I think is Wade taking his Heat culture to Jazz culture, but I think he also is that kind of superstar with an NBA body who plays a very similar game. Who can I was about to say drag a team? He has a very good team, uh, you know, in the Jazz, but who can lead a team to a, a title? Out of ten, ten people listening to this show, ten listeners to this show, how many do you think, just a spitball guess, how many do you think actually knew the Jazz had the best record in the NBA going into the postseason? I'd say four. One, I'm impressed you think ten people are listening. I think that's great. <laughs> Our numbers are hitting an all-time high. Way to go out on a big note Thank on you Friday. Thank you, We appreciate you. Um, yeah, I'd say under five. Yeah. If yeah. five is the benchmark, I'm taking the under. But yeah, the best team in the NBA resides in the West, and 
It's the Utah Jazz. But then you have Jokic in Denver who is likely going to win the MVP. The guy in the West, not LeBron, that I think most people were attracted to, is Dame Lillard. He's done. This is exceptional. This is unprecedented compared to what we've seen in the LeBron era. And by the LeBron era, I mean the last 12 years where he's been in 11 finals out of those 12 years. We haven't seen anything quite like this. This is the first finals. Is it 10 years with no LeBron, no Steph? Yes. Well, yeah, exactly. Because it was Raptors and Warriors two years ago. So... I want to ask the question because I am all in on this. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what happens. But all social media flooded last night. And I, Coquel, I know you saw this too. LeBron's out. The Lakers are out. Boston's out. Hope Adam Silver and the NBA enjoy their tanked ratings. That's always the fallback, always the angle that we take. And I wonder how, I wonder how accurate that actually is. With no LeBron or the Lakers, with no Heat, with no Knicks, with no Celtics, and likely with no Kawhi or Paul George and the other L.A. team about to be ousted, are you more likely, less likely, to watch the NBA playoffs? Or are you completely out now? Are you going to continue on? Are you more likely to watch the NBA playoffs now? Are you less likely to watch the NBA playoffs now? Are you totally out of the NBA playoffs now? Now that the recognizable names and the recognizable teams are out. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. The casual fan, I really want to hear from casual NBA fans. Like maybe the fans who don't tune in until it's uh, about two weeks before the postseason or they're strictly playoffs. Uh, They don't like the mundane nature of the regular season. And then LeBron, like this is the thing about LeBron Coquel, and this is why it's so significant that he's out in round one, is that we've just grown accustomed to him carrying the torch. He's been the one who shouldered the entire NBA popularity load for well over a decade now. Damn near two decades at this point. We knew he was going to make a late run. It was always easy for us in sports talk radio because it was at first... Oh, LeBron, is he going to fall short again in the Eastern Conference Finals? Is he going to make the finals? Then, once he was in the finals every year, was it, it was, is he going to win a championship? Can he catch Jordan? Exactly. Can he catch Jordan once he finally started to win championships? And now in round one... Can he win one in Cleveland? Right. But it's not like even if LeBron... And LeBron was carrying the load with Cleveland. Now it's double impact. LeBron and... And one of the legendary franchises, the Lakers, are out. But then it's not just the Lakers. It's the Celtics as well. Down here, for me, it's the Heat with the culture. They're out. The Knicks, who got so much run in the weeks leading up to the postseason. And the the, the celebration views of 7th Avenue. And all the talk about Madison Square Garden and how good it was to see the Knicks back to relevance. They're ousted in the first round. Now with the teams and the biggest names gone from the NBA playoffs, are you more likely, are you less likely to watch the NBA postseason, or are you flat out done? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And this isn't me, I'm not trying to judge at all, I just want to sort of hear why you're in, 
or why you're out. Why it does appeal to you or why it doesn't appeal to you anymore. And let's add this as well. Because without LeBron, without Jimmy Butler, without Jason Tatum, without likely Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, unless something shocking happens, without Julius Randle, who's now the face of the NBA playoffs without LeBron? Is it one of the big three in Brooklyn or is it somebody else? Who is now the face of the NBA playoffs without LeBron? I think you're, you're saying something there that this may be the best thing that happened to the Nets as a marketing team for the Nets. Oh, LeBron's what a boon. Yes. Because ESPN now has to shift their attention to. to that big three in Brooklyn. That's a great Knicks point. Because the Knicks are gone, so there's not, there's not two in the same big market city. And now LeBron's gone, so L.A. may be gone too. Let's shift it to Brooklyn and the story of Brooklyn. And, you know, they're going to make it more romanticized, the Brooklyn mm-hmm. neighborhoods and stuff like that. Well, we all know on national television during the postseason, whether it's TNT, ESPN, ABC, the promotional tiles, when you're watching something completely unrelated to basketball, and it's always LeBron's face pasted on that. NBA playoff coverage resumes Saturday night here on ABC, and it's not going to be LeBron anymore. It's not going to be Jimmy Butler. It's not going to be Brad Stevens. It's going to be either Kevin Durant or James Harden or Kyrie Irving. All our elite players, but as far as them being used as mechanisms to promote the league, they've never been in a spot like this before. You're totally right. And this is a Brooklyn team that hasn't even hit the 20-game threshold with those three playing together, and now they're thrust into possibly the main attraction of the playoffs. I think part of it, too, is a lot of people don't like Kyrie because he's He's Kyrie! He's eccentric. He's weird. At Harden, people don't like the way he forced his way out of Houston. They don't like his game. They don't like his free throw line Somehow putting on a fat suit and coming out and playing. And they don't like Kevin Durant because he's a Twitter troll. And he joined the Warriors. People didn't like when he joined Mm -hmm. the Warriors. So, like, it's three people that are seemingly unlikable to the masses teamed together. So there's not even somebody to even really root for out of the group. LeBron and the Lakers are out. The Heat are out. The Knicks are out. The Celtics are out. The biggest names, the biggest stars are done after round one. Are you more likely, less likely, or just out of watching the NBA playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Joe in Jupiter. Joe, you're on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Joe? How are y'all doing? Good, man. You know you know where I'm probably going to be going with this, but there is one name that at least will be around probably for the next couple of weeks this season, and then who knows for the next 10 or 15 years is Luca. Not only Nash, not only in the U.S., but worldwide overseas. I've heard some phone calls from a, a local station back in Dallas that calls Slovenia and talks to local, like establishment restaurants and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're just they, the whole overseas Euro. They, they're going crazy over. So Luka. you think with and, uh, with LeBron out, Luca has a chance to be the face, the breakout star of the NBA playoffs now? Well. For, for sure in the future. I don't know about this season. Okay. But so, I, bet, I, bet, I bet next season or, or in the next couple of seasons. So for and, and you, and I know you're watching because you're a, a Mavericks fan and the Mavericks are about to oh, close yeah. out the, uh, the Clippers with no LeBron and the Lakers anymore, no Heat, no Celtics, uh, biggest names, biggest teams just, just done after round one. We haven't seen anything like this in a very, very long time, if ever. For you, like what's, what's the main attraction of the playoffs now as someone who's watching? For me, even if the Mavericks, when they don't, when they do end their season this year, I, 
I'm I'm ready for a change, honestly. I mean, I appreciate what LeBron does. I appreciate what all those superstars that you named do. But I like the the new younger superstars that are coming in, whether it's Donovan Mitchell or you know Trey Young is going to do who knows what. Yeah, John Morant. You know, yeah. I'm I'm just ready. You know, I've been watching it for so long, years and years and years. I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for some Me new too. superstars to start taking over. Me too. So, and it's not like I yeah. wouldn't watch it. And thanks for the call, Joe. But I can't wait to see what Trey Young does as an encore. Can the Jazz with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and Coquel? What did we hear last year about uh, right before the NBA shut down? The rift between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert because Donovan Mitchell thought that Rudy Gobert was reckless. When he got sick, the COVID situation, uh, Donovan Mitchell tested positive. Uh, and now can they actually, and they're a, they're a team of no-names. Donovan Mitchell is a star, but that's largely a team of no-names there in Utah as the best team in the NBA. What can they do? Chris Paul, a renaissance in his career. Devin Booker, 46 to close out the Lakers last night. What are the Suns going to be able to do? I love these questions. Our own Evan Cohen, 5-6, to six, agrees with Joe and Jupiter, and he thinks Luka's the star. Luca is the the face now of the NBA playoffs. That's what he's texting in. Luca as the face of the NBA. What was weird watching a Mavericks game, and I don't know why. Maybe I shouldn't even notice it. There's a lot of times when they have three white dudes on the floor. Have you noticed it's it? It's jarring. Lo- it to looks you? like old school Duke. Like that's <laughs> what I was thinking of. I'm like, is that where Coach K is going? Is that why he's leaving? He's going to go coach. Except the Coach K has never had a player like Luca who can do Luca things. Is Luca the new face of the postseason, or is it indeed Durant, Kyrie? Uh, James Harden, but your Coquel, that was a great point. Like they those three guys are three of the least likable stars, I think, to the mainstream that the NBA has to offer. And I don't think Devin Booker is in that spot yet. It would have been Damian Lillard if he could move on, because other than LeBron, I think that's the guy who people gravitate most towards in the West because of his playoff acumen. He's done. He's out. Like, who is it now? Who is the new face of the playoffs? Who's going to be, if the NBA had one promotional tile to promote their ESPN play-by-play coverage during the playoffs, who's the face now that goes on that now that LeBron is done? Who's the face of that? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweet at ESPN West Palm. And also now... With the Lakers done, the Celtics done, the Heat done, the Knicks done, LeBron done, are you more likely, less likely to watch the postseason, or are you flat out out of it? 888-760-3776. Oh, is in West Palm. Oh, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's going on, O? What's going on, fellas? Listen, um, I, I think for basketball fans, for people that actually like the game, that appreciate the game, I think they're more interested to see, kind of like what the last caller was saying. Out of everybody that you guys mentioned, who's Who's really that good? LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Jimmy Butler. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And we're really only mentioning Jimmy Butler because he plays for the Heat, because he plays for the whole town. You're right. You're right. But if we go back a couple years when he was with free agency, he wasn't even top five of of proposed free agents. Sure. So it's not really that big. It's big right here in South Florida, but that's it. To throw the Knicks in that equation, come on, bro, that's irresponsible. The <laughs> Knicks have had a success of a year because they were nowhere, not even close, nowhere on the Vegas odds, nowhere in anybody's heart other than a true Knicks fan for the last 15 years, and they made the fourth 
seed. Oh, and I, they made the fourth seed. Oh, so, I'm in, like, I am on everybody. I'm bored with you. I am on board with you. Oh, like you and I are on the same page with that. But you know how it is, especially yes. down here. Like there was there was Nick's fever. Even if you and I think it's Absolutely. insane, but it was Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, and and they deserve it. They deserve it. I don't think I don't think we put the I don't think we framed the same question when Kansas City went to the Super Bowl with Pat Mahomes. Everybody had all of a sudden Kansas City fever. That dude is the truth. And yeah. he got a team around him. That's the truth. Now, the Devin NFL Booker, is... A, the, everybody got Devin Booker fever. That dude well, scored 47 points last And here's the thing, and though. he has oh, an amazing squad around him. He does. The amazing NFL is a different squad. beast, though. The NFL is so nationalized now where I think that it, there is just as many players who people are a fan of, fans are, are rooting for, than teams, where the NBA can be a little bit more regional. Uh, but LeBron it seems to be the guy who always was... The the binding part yeah. of that. You're, I mean, you're you're an NBA fan. Oh, you tell I'm me NBA right fan. now who is the who is the face of the playoffs now for you? Who should the league be promoting I as mean, the guy? I, I think I think honestly, I look past KD, Kyrie, and James Harden on the Nets. Quite frankly, I'm not a fan. You're trying to make a super team. It's a team of all all stars. I'm looking at Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Luka Doncic. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. looking at those two guys. Those two guys are the future of the end. B, A, period, whether they stay with their teams or they somehow get out and go to another team, those are going to be the guys' names that we're talking about for years and years to come. And look at who's around them. It's not They're not super teams. No. you got an aged veteran in Chris Paul, but you got up-and-comers up that nobody's talking about. They're not even up-and-comers. Let me tell you something. DeAndre Aiden made Anthony Davis look foolish that too. <laughs> yeah. And nobody wants you're to right. talk about it. No, you're he right. made Anthony Davis look foolish. That's it. Miles Bridges made Kadarius Caldwell Pope and crew look yeah, foolish. No doubt. That last series. No doubt. Okay, oh, all pro- those guys. All those guys deserve all that credit too. Yep. Even Tim Hardaway Jr. in the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. All right. All right. All right. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a little time. much. Oh, we appreciate the, the call, man. Deserves a little credit. Oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, oh, lost me at, at Tim Hardaway Jr. Come on. Yeah, he, I get it. He's not that great. Plus, the Knicks. For, for Zingas trade was terrible. <laughs> You're having throw, PTSD he was a throw about in that. in the deal. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do think that this is a great advertisement for the league, too. Do you have Booker fever? I do. I sort of, I really love Devin Booker. And I think it was... Did you get it from Kylie? From what? No, sorry, go on. Okay, I don't even know what that meant. Kylie Jenner. Come on. Oh, I things. got you. I got you. You're right. So, anyway, I'm getting Booker fever. Okay, TMK. Um, but I think it was a couple of years ago where where I was I was sort of ripping Devin Booker because he was just sort of uh, throw up a bunch of points. He had, uh, you know, he, he threw out the occasional 35-point game. But the Suns were absolutely dreadful, just awful. He came off as whiny. And I think it was Evan who said, no, 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 no. I like uh, I, I like." Devin Booker's game, but obviously there needs to be something there in Phoenix. And sure enough, I mean, Chris Paul has matured the hell out of that team. Devin Booker is now an elite scorer who, I mean, that that's a great player right there. Why I like Booker a lot. Why can't I get behind Luka? I don't understand it. And I, and I was all in on the Luka hype before he got to the league, reading Mina Kimes' story about him before he was drafted. I just... I can't find the buzz in his game that everybody else is finding. I think he shoots too much. I don't. I just he do reminds me. Of, he do, reminds me a lot of Harden with the Rockets. I mean, do you think it's the technical fouls? It's the fact that he's whiny on the floor. He's very similar to LeBron and always asking for the call. That's the one thing I can think of. Because other than that, I don't know what's unlikable about Luca. I'm trying to figure it out because there is. 
I, I think he should be everything that I like about players because usually I like the whiny guys. Look at the history of players I've talked about on this show or just in, in life. Like, those are the guys that everyone hates. They're annoying. I usually like them. I can't get into Luka for some reason. With LeBron and the Lakers out, the Heat out, the Celtics out, the Clippers about to be out, the Knicks ousted in the first round, are you more likely, less likely to watch the NBA playoffs, or are you out at this point? Also, with no LeBron, who's now the face of the NBA playoffs, is it Luka? Is it Devin Booker? Or is it one of the big three in Brooklyn? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. When we return, the NBA playoffs look like look unlike anything we've seen over the last 15 years. Does that mean that this season is actually the fluke and not the bubble? He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.